just because I'm interested um, where we're going in space right now, where the space for American space program is going, and also where other countries' space programs are going because now we're kind of through globalization, like we cannot only benefit from our space program, but we can find out so much from other people's space programs too. So that's a lot of interesting stuff that's going on right now. Um, so yeah, uh, just I kind of just want to. I'm interested in this because I mean it's just kind of something that's been building through my lifetime, and then also through like I mean just since like the '60s, we've just been going to space, and there's just it's been advancing, advancing, and it's kind of going through this big change right now. And I don't know if some of you've heard in the news, but like Obama's kind of changing the direction that our space program's uh, going in. It might be for the good, it might be for the bad. I, maybe I should kind of go in the background of that. Um, so we've had the shuttle missions going since the 80s, and that's kind of our reusable launch system, and it's kind of something that's different than we were doing in the 60s and 70s when we were sending up these um, disposable rockets where they kind of get one launch and there's a, a little pod up there, and then they go, they go somewhere, they might go to the moon, they might um, just orbit around the Earth, and they come back down. So it's this reusable system and then in the 80s we got this um oh that was the disposable and then in the 80s we got this reusable launch system but the problem with it is really expensive and every time the shuttle comes back down you have to like put all these new tiles on and you have to like basically take it all apart and then put it all back together so it's almost not reusable and they thought i think in the beginning in the 80s they thought they were going to get like hundreds of launches a year but then they end up not getting that many. They get maybe two launches a year. So it didn't quite work out how they planned. So now we're kind of re-getting into it. And Bush, in the 2000s, he, he kind of had his own space initiative they launched, which was to kind of get a real Apollo-style program. So it was kind of using some of the space shuttle's technology, but to kind of get a really large non-reusable rocket again. So that was something, I, it, we kind of went back to the 70s technology because it was so successful. So now Obama's kind of a, a revamping it and trying to figure out where to go with that. And it, it's it's kind of taking some of the Bush, Bush stuff, but less of the human aspect. So it's kind of, we're in this transition period. And so, I don't know, I guess I just kind of want to talk about that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bush made a kind of new, he, he kind of wanted to go in this new direction with it. He talked about establishing a lunar base, mm -hmm. um, but he didn't really spend a lot of additional funding. Yeah. Does, now, Obama's talking about going to Mars. Yeah. Is Obama also setting aside additional funding? Uh, he's, in, he's increased the budget a little bit, but I mean... The budget, functional, yeah, functional. the budget during the Cold War was just so much more than we have now. So um, Obama, I mean, like it's a it's a very far off plan. It's like two thousand thirty, so it, it's it's very far off. This is I'm sorry. This is human human yeah. exploration. So yeah, I mean uh, that that's something that's uh, yeah been really pressed is this the, the human aspect of it. And I think I think Obama's pulled a little bit back from that compared to Bush. I mean like really into getting humans on the moon, and I think Obama's gotten a little bit more informed with the exploration with robots, and which I believe 
mean, humans need a lot more weight, which is a big issue in space. I mean, they have so many systems um, attributed to just keeping humans alive rather than a robot who doesn't need so much help in space. Uh, so, what do you know about the recent launch of the Air Force's reusable unmanned space shuttle? And, uh, I mean, what do you... What, what do you think is the future of the weaponization of space? And what is Boeing's role in this? What is your role in this? Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, me, myself, I, I, I'm working on a commercial project right now. But I was actually, I mean, somebody had posted kind of uh, on that um, uh, reusable spacecraft for the, uh, for the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's really interesting because, I mean, if a technologically advanced country or even a not technologically advanced country wanted to attack satellites. Satellites are just so fragile and I mean they're such a big part of like American military dominance like they'd be really easy to affect because I mean they're I mean they're just like paper floating them in space basically like if you exploded something next to them they would just be they'd be decimated. So I mean like it's 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 really easy to affect our space dominance. Mm -hmm. um, so I assume that the that the Air Force. I mean, I yeah, I was reading an article on that, and I mean, I, I'm not quite sure what kind of capabilities that has because it's so secretive. But I assume it's something having to do with space defense. Although I'm not. Is that what you're supposed to say? Let's get real. No, yeah. I mean, uh, space is such. I mean, it's a really harsh environment, and the stuff that up that is up there is so fragile that, like, I mean, it's it's really del a delicate situation. Yeah. So I've got sort of an antagonistic devil's advocate kind of question mm -hmm. um, sure. on the why of the why this topic uh -huh. subject. Um, so a lot of times I hear the criticism leveled against you know space ex exploration. You know, there's a limited budget budget for any sort of research project, space ex exploration or otherwise, mm -hmm. and you know, why do this now as opposed to solving other problems, devoting this budget to medical research or, you know, feeding people or et cetera, et cetera. And so why do you think this is important and why do you think it should be tackled now as opposed to later? It's totally a hard, a hard argument that I, I, I struggle with a lot also. I mean, go for it. Well, I just want to, it just, it's like you're touching on a subject that as an artist, there's often one of the first things to go in a lot of school is uh, uh, lack of um, uh, funding for music programs and the arts and so forth because that's like one of the first things that people deem is not necessary mm -hmm. when it's actually the thing that makes it that separates us from humans and animals mm -hmm. and so the thing that we as humans it's so funny I actually consider space exploration like medicine and like the arts an art form and it, like and uh, and 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 and, and limiting outside uh, an art form in that what science is an art form and that you can explode what we know and I think like if you stop that you actually stop I'm sorry I'm answering this I'm just very passionate about that question you actually you uh, we have to feed people we have to do everything but you cannot lose you know it's just like if you put all your money in the military and you and you stop funding the arts or something you you have to there always has to be some level of priority. I mean, it's always about making hard choices and mm -hmm. scaling back programs and so forth. And you don't want a huge budget deficit. And I'm not a politician, but I feel I feel passionately about it. it's just like funding for the arts, funding for the space program. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like co expanding culture. Yeah. Although I have to say, I mean, frankly, like I'm an art student as well, and you know, I'm equally passionate about the arts. And I have to say, frankly, space exploration to me seems 
seems like more of a necessity than even funding for the arts because you're not talking about something ephemeral in terms of development of culture. You're talking about something tangible in terms of development of scientific knowledge. The future and of the species. And the, exactly, plan and the planet. And you can't actually say what you're going to learn out there. And I think that's what makes it so important. The fact that you can, can go to these places, why wouldn't you when there is the promise of almost infinite, limitless knowledge? And to bring that back, you have no idea what the application could be. Frankly, in arts, you know what the application is going to be. It's going to be cultural development. And that's great, and that's fine, and it's dandy. And I like my place within that. But, you know, scientists, really, that's where the shit's But I mean, again, <laughs> again, to play devil's advocate, and you know, I, I don't agree with this, but I'm just throwing it out there for, for the answer. Um, yeah, you know what you're going to find in medical research, which is, you know, cures for diseases, where if, if you go to Mars, you might find but in terms of a direct you know. practical application, I mean, the idea, it's like, okay, I'm going to, sorry, I'm totally <laughs> sending all over the package, but you know those, those packages that you see in department stores, like around Christmas time, the wrapped packages under the trees, mm. they probably don't have anything in them. But the fact is, they could have anything in them. <laughs> and that's what makes them special. <laughs> I thought about this a lot as a child. And the fact is, you can go to space, and you could discover the cure for anything. It could be cancer. It could be the, the global climate crisis. Never it heard could of a fucking be... alien with cancer. <laughs> that's right. Western disease is not a thing in space. So, I mean, you could find anything. And I think that's why it's important, is because there wait, is wait, no happiness. You just said I mean, I think that's why it's a, that's why it's like attractive. I don't know if that's why it's important. Like, yeah, like the lottery, you're not gonna spend all the money because you might make a million dollars. But there's a investment there for sort of unknown. You could find anything. You but could very well find nothing or not what you're looking for. Or you have to look at the history a, of there's a very high startup cost to this. Huh. Potential. There is but a very high startup cost, but you're yeah, guaranteed to find something that is interesting to science. You're guaranteed to expand find something any, to knowledge. You can find anywhere that's interesting to science. Like why? You could do that anywhere. I think one thing that uh, Bush's plans to set up a permanent permanent settlement on the moon or Obama's plan to go to Mars offers that nothing else really offers is like. The Earth is a somewhat fragile place. Like if an uh, asteroid hits the Earth, like all human life dies. Like then, if you have a settlement somewhere else, you have the potential to like continue human life, and that kind of affects all of us. Like it has, it has, it has the potential to like have all of us live on through our race or through our species, and that's something that you can't provide on Earth. Like as like a fragile, singular environment. It's, did anyone see 2012? <laughs> <laughs> they, built those Noah, they built those Noah's Arks. Like, like it's like, it's, no, you're talking about a, a Noah's Ark. Yeah. You're talking about finding opportunities and like, uh, uh, but also like to, to add to what she was saying is that you, you uh, we continue to deep dig, dig, it's the same thing when going into the ocean, going deeper and deeper into the ocean and so forth. It's like, well, we have, you know, people to feed, and we have, you know, budget crises, and, and, and I would also argue that we're spending, all, all the countries in the world are spending all this money on nuclear capabilities and defense capabilities, when that doesn't improve the planet in any way, it just ensures survival of your little group, you know, so like that doesn't benefit the planet, but when you, when you keep a hand in, I think the 
ocean is just is the other great unknown, which is you know it's Indeed. finite, but it's a great unknown. We continue to learn about the ocean, which we can continue to learn to fix oil spills. We can go up there, and although we may not have an immediate practical export, ex, uh, export this is part of my topic of optimism, is, <laughs> is that what you learn, what you don't find out, teaches you what you do find, what you can find. Out. It's like what all great minds, artists, thinkers, scientists, uh, professions have all failed. And you all you have to fail before you can find you can get to the next. Uh, you ha it creates more creative thinking when and all the scientists in a room can't find that next uh, answer. They're trying. They've hacked every possibility. There's another hack out there. <laughs> to like, so I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm getting into. Um, so, uh, we, okay. Oh, I haven't even been looking. No, 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 Boeing is a private yeah. contractor, right? Yeah. How uh, do you have a sense of how that is like? How is working for a private contractor different? Do you know than working for say NASA or something that's so, a solely a government agency? Because there's like an at, like there's a play there, like yeah. I mean, you really. I mean, my industry, like you, I, I feel like with any private industry, you really have to find something that's going to sell. I mean. Like, I work on a commercial satellite, but there's plenty of government satellites. And I feel like these commercial entities, like, I mean, that's not the place that um, that the technology really progresses. Like, none of, none of the things I work on, none of the things a lot of my coworkers work on, like, will get get people into space or get, or, or push the boundaries of what humans can do. But that's, like, where government institutions come in, like, the, the, and that's where all of you come in paying your taxes, like, you just want, that's, that's what pushes it forward, that's what sends Voyager 1 and 2 to the edges of the solar system, that's what sends, like, the landers to Mars, it's not commercial entities, because we don't know what's there, there's nothing there for, that's going to make money. Does the government hire Boeing, like, does, do you find that the government hire, like, like, it, like defense contracting, yeah, is that the it, same it for, it, 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 yeah, and if it doesn't hire us, it Obama is is putting a lot of emphasis on like commercial 
least private um, people putting putting payloads into space, and and he thinks it's going to make it cheaper because I mean the private industry um, is known for like making stuff cheaper because they have to compete. Um, you might make it cheaper, like make the travel cheaper. Yeah, make travel cheaper or make pu putting up payloads cheaper. But I feel like to really make it cheaper, I mean, there's going to have to be a technological advance, and I mean. We've tried things before with different types of engines, like we've tried something called a linear aerospike, which was our old um, replacement for the shuttle. That was like a totally new type of engine, and it like was supposed to be more efficient than our chemical rockets now. And then there's other, there's totally crazy things Did like this. Uh, it 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 got ninety percent done, and then they like the uh, the prototype got ninety percent done, and they pulled funding because they were having problems. With so, you know, Bummer. things die. Um, but th there's like totally crazy ideas like space elevators that is like a static thing mm -hmm. that is like a little a little tether made out of carbon nanotubes, so like a really high-tech technology that like carries stuff up instead of, and there's, there's all kinds of crazy stuff like that, like static um, solutions where it's like a, an elevator that carries things up. Into space? Yeah. The first to so go. There's actually, there's a note to science now on yeah. that. There's a lot of crap in like near Earth orbit, right? Like there's a lot of yeah. like, space debris. Uh -huh. Space junk. Right? How do you like how do you not like screw up everything when you're launching oh. something into space? Because you're not like you're not like weaving in between stuff. Like how does that work? Space is a big place. <laughs> so, so even though there's a lot of even though there's a lot of like crap, yeah. it's still, there's still like holes big enough to like yeah. deploy things through. Every time something like um so China blew up a satellite with a, a missile, and that created a lot of I space those debris. Jerks. And then, um, and then there, and then I think some space debris hit another satellite, so that created more space debris. So every time there's a collision, it creates more and more, and it's kind of like an exponential thing. So I think it'll be a big problem soon, and people are trying Doesn't to come it float up with away solution. or the gravity keeps it near. Towards the Earth and gets every once like I mean stuff slowly will aerobrake so it hits the atmosphere and it comes down but people are trying to find out new ways now to speed up that process so they're thinking about deploying a laser so it, it, it like the laser heats up part of it and will change the trajectory so it will go down blow something really but huge up in there just yeah. blow it out yeah I mean uh, they're, they're, I mean that's my <laughs> idea Every time I've heard or read sort of an expert or a leading scientific mind, mm -hmm. they always say or believe that there is intelligent life form mm -hmm. beyond oh, the... You took my aliens question. Uh, <laughs> artists. And uh, be beyond, the, um, beyond the thing. Mm -hmm. In your experience with all the intelligent leading minds and that you've worked with and so forth, do you concur with that? And if so, do you uh, believe we will see it in our lifetime? It's a tough question because I've I've always I've always believed that there's intelligent life just because the universe is so large. Yeah. I mean, a hundred billion stars in our in our galaxy and a hundred billion galaxies in our universe. Yeah. I mean, it's probable that it's somewhere. But also, I mean, I've read a lot about like how how uninhabitable some solar systems are, and then uh, how like. 
I think if there's life, I mean, that, that's my thoughts. But the universe is a really big place, but also it's really an uninhabitable place. And, like, if there was life out there, there would probably be signs of it. But I, I still believe that, that it's out there because it's just so big. But So probability suggests that it is, but it seems like it's so many... In our solar system is so uninhabitable, it's probably a few solar systems away and therefore not obtainable in our lifetime. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, I've been reading yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff on this lately and it, it just shows that maybe there's like two, two, two intelligent life forms. Like I'm not saying life forms, but like things that can communicate with us and like are capable of space travel, like two in our, our galaxy and our galaxy is a really big place. Did you, didn't Stephen Hawking just say, say yeah. something about this? Yeah, so, yeah. So, so Stephen Hawking. We don't want to find them. Yeah, exactly. Because chances are it's like going to be like it, like Columbus. It's going to be Independence Day. Yeah, or just like there's some sort of horrible <laughs> communication <laughs> <laughs> civilization if we find them. You know, like the chances are like when you look at you know indigenous people, like like you know if they're, if they're like. Yeah. Hey, we're the we're the alien conquistadors. What's up, Earth? Yo. <laughs> Give us all your resources. Who's to say if you wouldn't do that to them now? Yeah, How awesome would that be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't even get to Mars yet. <laughs> if they come here and show up with their yeah. inner galaxy and travel, we're fucked. We're super fucked. Yeah. Have you seen 